If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello and welcome to the Mirror Gaming Walkthrough, the weekly gaming news show. We've got some great topics for you today. EIFC 24 is here. It's finally out in early access. And we've got the man who reviewed it for us, uh, for Mirror Gaming, on the pod today. So you can ask him any questions you need to. We'll also be talking about the digital versus physical debate uh, after EA took some FIFA games out from sale. What? Really? Yes, we'll be debating that. Uh, we'll also be talking about MetaConnect 2023, which is happening later. We're live streaming it. We've got Jasmine on the show to talk about her predictions for the event later on today. So we'll be talking about that a bit later on. But first, let's show you the trailer. <laughs> Are you prepared to go public with your KD online or? No. Everyone thinks he or she is the best football expert on the planet. You see it in the back page of the mirror, you know, deal agreed. I think the most important thing is just to have fun. What? Three tenths. No, what button is it? Well, hello. <laughs> We're ready to come for the W, yeah? Ooh, 12. Ooh, here we go. If you can master second man press, you will defend 10 times better. Today, I'm going to be reviewing the PSVR 2 headset. Hello and welcome back to the Mirror Game Walkthrough, the weekly gaming news show. We are live on Facebook and live on YouTube. Thanks everyone for watching so far. I'm joined this week by Lewis Barton, uh, pay-to-win hater, EAFC expert. Lewis, how are you? You all right? Very good, thank you. Good, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's been a while since you've been on, so thanks for thanks for popping on for us. I know you're yeah, getting out of your EAFC uh, dungeon and join us on the pod today. Uh, we've also got Jasmine on the pod. Uh, thank you, Jasmine, for joining us. Our VR fanatic. Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Excited good. to talk about um, all things Meta Connect. Um, yes. I've had a lot to say over the past couple of weeks, but obviously, like, not everyone cares about VR as much as I do. So I've kept it quiet. This is my opportunity to like, go ham, and you guys have to listen to me. <laughs> You've got no choice. Absolutely. I'm, I'm quite interested, so I'm, I'm keen to hear what you, you've got to say. Um, we'll also be live streaming the MetaConnect a bit later on for anyone who wants to watch Jasmine react live to that event. Mark Zuckerberg's keynote will be going live about 6pm this evening and Jasmine yeah, will be watching that live. GMT. Yeah. So uh, get stay tuned for that and get subscribed if you want to see that later on. Uh, but let's go on to our, our main topic first of all. Uh, EAFC 24 is here. Uh, before we actually go into the topic, just reminded me, in the intro, obviously, we did a thing with uh, Tex, who's one of the best FIFA players, EFC players in the world, right? Fnatic have gone gone out of FIFA esports and FC completely. esports completely. So Tex is a free agent, which is absolutely mad. So wonder where he'll go. But we can see. Yeah, it's really interesting actually to see where he goes because there's a lot of a lot of people who we saw compete in the Premier League last season are free agents now. So yes. and they still haven't got teams. So. It'd be interesting to see if it's a whole new, you know, pool of players this year for the Premier League, uh, yeah. or if it's a whole new, yeah, you know, or they, they find a new team. 
Yeah, and I know there's the new competitive scene with FC Pros and there as well that we know a little bit right. about, but it's still not like absolutely set in stone. So that'll be really, really interesting to see. But um, let's get on to our main topic then. EFC 24 is here. It's out now in early access. It was out on Friday last week with the full release of the game set for this Friday on all platforms. This is EA's first ever EA Sports title to not feature any FIFA branding following their high-profile separation, hence the slightly strange-sounding name, particularly for those who grew up playing FIFA, like like I did and and Lewis did, and Jasmine did as well. Um, So you reviewed it for us uh, on the Mirror Gaming channel and also our editorial as well. What's your thoughts on the new game? Uh, Well, my first thoughts was the gameplay because, I mean, that's the first thing you notice. It's what you are using and doing half the most of the time when you're playing the game uh, and i think it's a much improved gameplay on fifa 23 obviously the new high promotion v technology has been introduced this year and i think it's the clear it's the difference is so clear from that and high promotion 2 that you saw in in fifa 23 um i think you get a lot more animation and many more animations that are, are more true to life uh you know they they use volumetric data to measure uh, to get 100 180 matches they they analyzed yeah, yeah. Two i think it was only yeah it was a couple wasn't it last year two in fifa 23 and it was based on players from the men's and women's second division of spain or just men sorry from the second division of spain that was like a, a friendly game as these were based on you know premier league games champions league games but the data they got was, was fantastic that we saw in, in the build-up to the release and it's clear to see that in the actual game now how that's been implemented uh and i'm a big fan of ultimate team as well again this year um the most popular game mode, obviously, but the introduction of evolutions and women's players has been fantastic. I think um, with the addition of women's players, again, it's just it adds so many more possibilities, like who you can use and what players you can use. Uh, and so far, I, I've used I think probably more women's players in my team than men's because there's so many with great statistics uh, and then evolutions as well. Um, year on year, you know, you've always had the same meta players that everyone uses. Everyone will have a very similar looking team, but Evolutions allows you to use pretty much whoever you like. You know, if you start your team with a 76 rate goal player, you think, oh, he feels quite good or she feels quite good. Um, You can evolve that person to stay in your team throughout the whole year and only you would have that player. Uh, So I think that's fantastic. Um, Obviously, clubs got crossplay, which is a big big one for that mode. Uh, really excited to start using that when the full game's release and everyone I know has the game. Uh, and the, the one thing I was a bit let down with uh, was career mode, especially manager mode. Um, there was lots of talk about this new tactical vision system that EA have brought into the game this year, but it felt very limited to what you could do with it. You picked your tactical vision and then there wasn't much customization after that. And, and you know, after the first two, three weeks of playing a career mode, it just felt quite boring at times again, same as the last few years. So, uh, overall, I gave it a four out of five rating wise. I think it was really good, but there was still room for improvement. And, you know, it's been the same with a load of FIFA games you played. You've got to give it a few weeks, really, I think, because um, with after how many updates the gameplay could go back to exactly how it was last year, you know, we just we just don't know yet. So uh, if it stays the way it is, I think this would be the best game EA ever released in a long time. Yeah, it's really interesting. I think the, the, best, the best thing, the, the most enjoyable thing for me is just what we've watched here which is the play styles the introduction of the the new play yeah. styles if you look at some of the precision uh, very well uh editor if you if you watch him well you're a magician mate um because uh you talked about this in your review and we're watching the exact moment you talk about kevin de bruyne's passing 
And this pass here is absolutely delicious. Look at that. <clears throat> Look at that. Was that you? Was that actually you? Oh, that's pass? me. That's me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, that's not. It's not. It's not all me because ever since I did <laughs> that pass, I've tried it every single time with every player I've used, and it doesn't come off because. Kevin De Bruyne has that play style. Yeah. Uh, plus, which we're talking about, play styles yep. really do make a difference. Yeah. Uh, when I played the alpha version of EAFC uh, at the launch event in July, uh, I felt that play styles didn't make a big impact, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but it ever since then, it looks like EA have really taken feedback that maybe it didn't make much difference. And now you can really tell. Uh, some of the ones I've enjoyed the most definitely Trickster, uh, especially they have Trickster Plus at Vinicius Junior or many five star scalers. They will do the normal five star skills, but it will the animations are way better, like uh, mm. Rainbow Flicks. I think when we did the stream, Nathan, me and you, and I played against you, uh, my winger actually had uh, the Trickster trait, and one of the Rainbow Flicks he did had like a, it was like a, a bounce Rainbow Flick. It was really yeah, interesting yeah, sort of yeah. animation. Uh, and I just think visually it looks great. Um, and a little feature I also really like is the referee POV as well when they're giving out bookings and you're getting a bit of pushing and shoving. Uh, again, I, I, that's something I think is really cool. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. What what are people saying about the game? Because I know as a as a reviewer, um, you obviously you play the game before everyone else has got it right and you, you're just sort of in your own world and you just think about what you think but now you've seen all the other reviews what are what's everyone else talking about in terms of the game and and what are the biggest things about this game that that are really worth talking about this year there's been a lot of mixed reviews i think gameplay wise some people yeah. love it and think it's great i think this year it's a slower game and i prefer that personally i think you know suits my style it's, it's your style, but I think it's the case. I'm not saying I'm a great player. I'm, I'm far from that. But it is a case of if you're a better player, rather than having the better players, you've got a better chance of winning the game because yeah. it's about your build-up play. You know, uh, Can you make the right passes? It's very high reward for how you play this year. As I think people who complain about that might be, you know, haven't they have relied on having fast, better players in the past uh, rather than being fully skilled at, with the game itself. But... Um, Especially with the gameplay, defending's a lot harder this year. Uh, it's no longer yeah. just press tackle and you make a tackle. It seems whenever you make a standing tackle, especially, it's a proper like lunge. Uh, and if you miss the ball, the recovery pace of defenders seem a bit slower. So it's definitely more advantage for the attackers. Mm. Um, dribbling, we got left stick dribbling back this year. I think uh, it's it's something which I've started using a lot more than before. Uh, and again, passing, uh, like you mentioned, precision yeah. passing is something which is really overpowered that I think will get patched quite early on because it's so easy to break through defensive lines now with a, you've got someone to play style. Um, so yeah, I think gameplay-wise, defending's harder, uh, passing is better, dribbling's a bit better, I'd say, as well. Uh, and evolutions is a feature which a lot of people have really enjoyed. Again, mm. especially the one on the screen now, Golden Glove, where you can have a bronze player. I think it's um, that Manchester United midfielder, Mayno, the Mayno. Yeah. He's extinct on the market right now because uh, obviously Manchester United are good links yeah. and he involves to have some pretty good stats. So you're now seeing new players who before would never have cost a penny on, on the game, really extinct in the transfer market because of of, of the possibilities yeah. of evolutions that's that's really really interesting really really interesting um jasper i know no, you're I, not the biggest yes i was just about to ask something yeah um and i don't know 
this is the same thing that I asked you last week, Nathan, when we were talking about cyberpunk, and I asked Aaron the same thing about his night check review. But I'm just always interested in this. What was it that? Because you said, okay, this is probably one of the best games that EA's put out. Um, what is it that would have pushed it to five stars instead of four for you? Like, what was missing from it? If you're saying it's one of the best games, does that mean that the best game that they've managed to put out is only four stars? That makes me. <laughs> yeah. Makes me feel like, um, what's missing from FIFA games then? I think personally, uh, again, it was just certain parts of the game modes. Uh, so the gameplay itself, I thought, was the best gameplay we've had. But it's it's more than just the gameplay. It's different game modes and how uh, how it feels with those. Like Ultimate Team, for example. The reason I don't think it's a perfect mode yet is that I still think it's very pay to win. Uh, there's a, if you put a lot of money into the game, you're guaranteed to get a better team. And as much as I do feel the better player wins this year, it always helps having better players. Uh, and then career mode, again, because it's not the mode that's made EA money, there's no way to make in-game purchases with that mode. Same with clubs as well. Those have been some modes that have been neglected, I think, uh, compared to Ultimate Team in the past. It's, it's good to see them finally putting some more attention and love i'd say into clubs by making it cross play but again that's a feature that was in th throughout fifa 23 so it's not like a brand new thing that's been added just for that um so i think yeah if they were to put more attention and more detail into those like career mode and clubs rather than just the money maker which is ultimate team uh and and that would be it make it a five-star game because then it's not just one audience of the game you're appealing to it's all everyone um, and I think, yeah, it, it was close to a five. I'd say there was it, there wasn't many complaints compared to last the last few years for me, um, but it's not perfect just yet. Fancy your question? Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's just with FIFA games for me as an outsider, it's so difficult to understand what's different between them year to year because yeah. it's always such little finicky things that that the player base has been complaining about. So for me, it's always like, all right, this is the same game that you put now again. And then now with the rebranding of this, I was like, okay, this is going to be like an overhaul. And then it kind of wasn't. It's like still really similar to the FIFA games. So I've always had trouble understanding what's different between them. And mm. I'm sure if you explained it to me 10 times over, I'd still have difficulties <laughs> understanding what's different because I also don't know anything about football. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I've played FIFA in the past and my favorite thing about the games was the soundtrack. So like I think that that tells you everything you need to know about my experience. With well, I think um, like you mentioned there, I think the gameplay itself has always looked a bit similar, and I think the last two, two years especially it's got better because of the use of hyper motion, it's a new technology. They actually will use this technology to get animations and data from real life football games. So uh, in their trailer, they used an example was Harland. He mimicked the in game now it's mimicking a lot of his in real life actions um and i've had that quite a few times in game where something's happened which i've never seen before but it's more true to life you know it's not just a player how often in football would you see a player sprint from one end of the pitch to the other and then score like it never happens but you can do it five times in the game of fifa 21 22 even 23 uh but i've yet to really have that this year uh i don't know if that's just me and i've been lucky but that's how it is for me um and in EAFC or FIFA, you get a lot of people called menu surfers in Ultimate Team. They're the people who sort of, they don't play a lot. They'll be in the menus going through SPCs, objectives on the transfer like market. Jasmine's worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. 
it's pretty much just they're going completing all these challenges and trading and doing all these things to earn money to then buy packs and build better teams um what are they building teams for to sit in the menu yeah, pretty much. Like, because it looks nice, play. right? The card looks design good. looks nice and all the green links and everything. And... Oh, my God. That's yeah. but, literally the worst yeah, thing I've ever Yeah, and FIFA fans are very simple people. We are like, if, if, there's right, a new card, okay. if there's a new card design that looks really nice, I'm happy. Uh, and I will say it's a better game because of it. Uh, that... I, I think, like, they, they don't really have their work cut out for them, do they? If, if you just <laughs> like card design. But one That's thing I would point. say... I'm very annoyed about this year is the fact that we're not even at the worldwide release yet. The game's not actually out technically, and we're already having packs in the transfer market that are worth two hundred and seventy-five thousand coins, and like two thousand FIFA points or something, or one thousand five hundred. What that means in like currency? What does that mean in like? So pounds? I'd say how much? How much is that worth in pounds? Like. 2000 oh, Nathan's points. putting I'd up say a converter. Maybe like 20, 20, 15, 20 quid, maybe for one oh, FC points. Uh, 2800 FC points is 16.99. Yeah, so I'd say it'd be about 13 or 12 pounds you're paying for one pack. Um, considering yeah. the game's not even out yet, you can buy this pack, get a load of good players, and have a really good team. Uh, I think it just it could really easily kill the game before it's even started. So what, what are there like? Do they have anything in place to stop pay to win at all? Because from well, what no, you guys it's always EA, describe, EA it are the ones exactly pushing like pay to win. They know that uh, people will buy these in these packs. You get players, and obviously the players can make your team better. Um, the more expensive in, packs, you, there's a higher likelihood of you getting a better player. It's not guaranteed. Yeah. Like it's, it's a it's a uh, it's, it's a dice roll. Yeah, yeah it's a gamble. Gamble. so yeah, that's gamble. how they get away with it because it's not yeah. a guaranteed pay to win. It's Correct. like, a, oh, no. right, okay. Yeah. Hence the I was gonna say, is that surely that's not like, surely people are raging about that if it's like directly pay to, pay to win. Well, like, people who other fan base just find it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> professional um, FC players, I guarantee you they'll put five grand in the game. In the first couple of weeks to build the team because they have to to be competitive 100 they, they need to use that team to try and qualify for events and uh tournaments yeah. so they need to have the good play so they'll invest money into it try and get these good players never knew that. no literally i never knew that i didn't yeah, know that there was enough that, that, that you could even put five grand into into a game like that yeah Quite easily. I, I, I just realized that I've been Googling. So that's the CD keys price. The official Xbox point, uh, official Xbox uh, uh, price, which is the one that people pay, which is the same on PlayStation Store. It's twenty one ninety nine for 2,800 FIFA points. So you're looking at, it's actually near nearer 16 quid-ish yeah. for 2,000. And like, for context, points. like I don't think in FIFA 22... We had a pack worth of, I'd say, 125k. Yeah. Until the very last few weeks, but I actually can't remember there being one. I feel like in FIFA 23, we saw like 200, 300, 400, 500k packs were yeah. introduced. Yeah. And the fact that, but even then, that was towards the very last few months of the game, and you're already having in the first week. Well, I personally, I when I start ultimate team, I think the first few months are usually the best because everyone's sort of got similar level teams. Yeah. You and it, the the feeling of like getting a good player is really is it's a, it's a great feeling when you pack someone who's worth a bit and you can sell them and build a better team, but like 
the fact that there's packs in the market where you can get 30 players in one pack already, 30 rare golds, uh, the market's become so, you know, there's so many players in the market now that these expensive players aren't even worth that much. Like, I packed an 88 rated player on opening day, thought, oh, that's amazing. He looks in the market, they were worth 10k. Uh, which you know, two three years ago, that player would have been worth for the rating alone about 50k, 60k, more than that in the, in the first day of early access. Um, so I didn't yeah. realize and there was so much politics in FIFA, I deep. didn't realize it is deep. And it, the amount of teams deep. I come up against already with like a, a rating of like 86, 87, yeah. 88. I'm hoping that when the full game comes out, it won't be as bad because with early access, you will get a lot of pro players and streamers yep. who will be putting in all the money they have to, you know, get the good teams and you'll get more people who yeah. will just want to play the game with the worldwide release, I'm hoping. Yeah. How yeah, much does the game cost? Uh, the Ultimate Edition was $99.99 on the Xbox oh, and PlayStation Store. And that came with 4,600 uh, FC points, which is worth about £30 anyway. About 40 um, quid. Okay. And then the Standard Edition was, I want to say, $69.99. Yeah. Uh, and so people were chucking like 70 to 100 quid on this game and then immediately going in within the first week and spending another yep. however much just to buy And packs. I don't think, and EA knew what they were doing because usually when you start off an ultimate team campaign, you get given welcome packs where uh, these welcome packs pretty much are a few packs which you get with players in to start your team. And again, the chance of you getting a high rate player is low, but at least you'll have a team. They've got rid of them this year, so when you log into the game, there's no welcome packs, which means the only way you can really get players is by buying packs, but you have no coins because the game's just begun. There's no, You have no yeah. players to do objectives and uh, SBCs. So how so are you in, meant to start way, the game? I'm so, I'm the so only confused. way you're meant to start the game is by buying packs. You get, or, or you can play games with a bronze team, pretty much, full of the lowest rate of players, okay. where you have like no chance of winning against teams that are Okay. So, so you um, can you can you can play without having to. Yeah, you pay, can play, but it's yeah, going to yeah. be like a, a grind. Like, well, I'm going to be starting an RTG. Glory, it's like yeah. a road to glory sort of grind. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be starting an RTG very soon, and we'll see how long it takes. Because in the past, and everyone knows, an RTG takes a bit of grind. It takes a bit of time. Yeah. But I think some mm -hmm. players are just getting a bit tired of having to do an RTG every year, and maybe they're just thinking, "Oh well, I can spend a hundred quid fast forward to you know having an eighty-six rated." But you've squad. already spent a hundred quid on the game. Exactly, it's, it's, it's easy two hundred quid yeah. in the first two weeks. It's insane. Yeah, there's so much money. There's yeah. so much money in it. We've got some uh, comments that I'll just address. That Adam L says gambling in gaming is ruining it. It needs to stop. Um, EA have consistently said that there is no gambling in any of their games, just to give them. Um, what? Just give their side of things um and uh they have been taken to court a number of times and they've won some of the cases and lost some of the cases so it, it's a it's a gray area to say the least there was also a government white paper that came out not a white paper but there was a, a full investigation into loot box regulation and instead of doing anything they uh put the emphasis on the publishers to control it and gave them the power to control it so we can trust them to do the right thing everyone don't worry um yeah, uh, Adam L says it's like a nightmare version of Hearthstone, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, I to be fair, even with Hearthstone, like I get what Adam L saying in terms of the fact like it's a nightmare version because yeah. Hearthstone is like you can pay to win, but no, nowhere near to that level. Yeah, like yeah. that's insane. Yeah. Well, if if professional players 
put money in, then you know that then that that's that's a pay to win game, right? Um, mm-hmm. Just give you an idea, Jasmine. Um, as uh, the latest uh, Q1 f- fiscal year 24 EA earnings release, I've got it up here. Do you want to have a guess at what they're expecting from Net Bookings, which is the live service part of their business? Do you want to have a guess how much that they? I don't even want to know. Like I've, I feel like I'm, my face is getting hot thinking about it. So this isn't just yeah, this isn't just uh, FC. This okay. is Sims. Um, oh, right. Other okay. live service games okay. that EA have right. got right. Uh, net bookings expected to be between seven point three billion and seven point seven billion dollars for twenty twenty four. I don't know what to say. I actually don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't understand. This is what's really confusing me. Is that like clearly this is like because you and Lewis immediately agreed. There's no there's no argument about it. Clearly, this game is like pushing pay to win. Is pushing. Yeah gambling i'll say in quotation marks so that ea doesn't come and shout at me gambling even though they've said otherwise well how is how is the game still surviving how is how does it still have a player base how how is everyone just fine with it they just pay for it carry on pay pay all this money like why is is there no pushback there's no competition it's it is the football game and the there's a there's a the football audience football is one of the most popular sports in the world worldwide yeah. it's one of the only ones if you look at like the other popular games like you've got nfl bigger in the us not as big elsewhere uh you've got uh cricket which is big in the uk big in asia places like that but nowhere else really football sort of a, a worldwide game and everyone loves football and they've got this mm-hmm. massive demographic and people who love football want to play a football game and that is the only game that is any good at all You've got Pro Evolution Soccer, now called eFootball, which is mm-hmm. atrocious. Um, but last time I played it, it was atrocious anyway. That was, that was the only competition. But since FIFA 12, FIFA 13, FIFA's just took over. For the last 10 years, it's been yeah. just dominant. And that's probably why we've seen like such little effort in improving some of the game modes over the years because they don't really need to innovate, mm. really. Um, Do you know what's a bit upsetting as well? The one time, I think, where... The spotlight was taken off a FIFA title was around FIFA 16, 17, 18, where yeah. um, a lot of content creators went over to PES for a bit. And that was solely because they introduced loot boxes and packs into PES. What? And yeah. they were doing like PES pack openings and it got really big on YouTube. And that's when they were like, they implemented like, a, oh, you can buy packs and people can put money in and buy that's packs. Insane. And it got popular for a few months. And then the sort of, the hype by it died down, everyone went back to FIFA and continued to open packs. Because if you look at any streamer or any content creator and the, any series they do or you know, stream they do about EAFC 24, I 98% of them will be doing something involving opening packs and ultimate team. And they'll have like yeah. thousands of pounds worth on there loading up. And that's why, yeah, I think that's why some people are so inclined to do it now because they'll see that and go, oh, that streamer just got that great player that must mean that if i go onto my console load up you know 80 quid worth of points i should get someone good and then they don't get someone good and then they're left 80 pounds short with nothing to show for it mm. yeah. and also uh lewis mentioned the evolutions mechanic where you can take a really low rated player and you can make them really good right and it, it's really fun because you, you get usable ones there isn't ev- evolutions that is beyond a paywall you need to pay for it 
and that is yes. the best one. So yeah. what it's encouraging people to do is to do that one to get a better upgrade rather than the, the free ones that are available. And uh, obviously, that is also uh, well, even... put that option in there is a bit is is disappointing, say the least, because there's yeah. going to be a lot of people that do that, right? In FIFA 23, they had those swaps rewards events where you yep. could the whole emphasized on you can complete these uh challenges to earn some free rewards that was yep. free rewards um they released like 30 tokens in total but then they released the further two bonus ones in the store on ultimate team where you had to buy a pack to get a token and uh i don't think it was ever required but if you were to miss one day of objectives the yeah. only way you could then get this token would be to open a pack and get it. Um, so these free rewards you're actually paying for still. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. So ju just to give a bit of a, put a bit of meat on the bone, as it were. Um, so the, the UK Department of Digital Culture, Media and Sport, um, they uh, made the call for evidence on loot boxes in September 2020. And they finally uh, po posted their findings in July 2022, which we covered uh, on, the, on the mirror, um, myself and Lewis. Um, and their, uh, their um, findings stated uh, that... Um, doo -doo 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 -doo, let me just find it. Hold on one second. Looking for the quote. Looking for the quote. Uh, the consultation identified a stable and consistent association between loot box use and problem gambling. Evidence showed that greater loot box spending is related to greater problem gambling severity harms. It was concluded by the government that while there was a stable and consistent link between loot boxes and gambling addictions, the researchers have still not established whether a casual relationship exists. According to the government's consultation outcome, most loot boxes do not meet the definition of gambling under the Gambling Act 2005, as the prize is confined for use within the game and cannot be converted into real-life money. Um, EA previously told Mirror, the Mirror that they disagree there is a gambling element in FIFA. Uh, this is a direct quote from EA. We also firmly disagree that FIFA of any or any of our games involve gambling. Regulators in multiple countries across the world have stated publicly there is no cash out method. method. Loot boxes do not constitute gambling. Um, so yeah, the the argument there is that the the prizes confined for use within the game. And can it be converted to real life money? So it, mm -hmm. it cannot be gambling because gambling in traditional sense is that you can obviously you're having a payout. Type exactly. Of thing. Right. However, okay. there is websites where you can you can you can sell your coins. Yeah. And that is directly against EA's T's and C's. And obviously EA do not promote that oh, in any way. And that's okay. that's very bad. But it it is possible to do that. So that there is there is that link there. So I just wanted to make it clear what was uh, what was said in that in that um in that uh in that consultation mm -hmm. um but yeah um because for me got... my experience with like loot boxes is it's always cosmetic stuff yeah every single game that i've played basically yeah. every game now has loot boxes in it right like every live service game has some form of loot box in it and it's always cosmetic stuff it's not stuff that's directly impacting your gameplay yeah. and your ability to win which is so bizarre to me that because whenever they do implement some sort of, okay, it's going to affect the game, people, there's like outrage. But it's just so normal in yeah, FIFA it's, it's, or yeah, in EAFC yeah. even. I and think no Adam makes cares. a good point in the chat. Adam L, um, yeah, regular yeah. watcher of the show. Uh, I also feel like more football fans play it than the traditional gamers and football fans are way more normalised to gambling. I'd agree with yeah. that. I think 
there's that a real culture sense really, within think, yeah. football fans and I think that might might also play a part as well. Yeah, literally like all of my friends that are into football are always like, oh yeah, Jasmine, are you putting money on this game, that game? Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. I have no clue. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I think that is probably the unfortunate case. Yeah. Adam L, Jasmine saying no to pay to win, but I'm looking at some of those look skins. Um... No comment. <laughs> none of the luck skins. None of okay. This is from League of Legends. The, people always yeah. say in League of Legends that there are some skins which feel like they're pay to win because they've got certain animations which right, you want to okay. see and all of this stuff. But the thing is, is that that's such a minimal. Like you have to really be looking to be able to pick right, that. Whereas okay. this example okay. you guys are giving me, you can actually pay to get a better player and then you can immediately stick them on your team yeah, and know. then you'll win. Bang. Like, Jasmine, you just sound in denial to be honest. I think. You know, okay, don't start. <laughs> you sound don't like start. somebody who just pay to win. Like no, I don't even play League of Legends anymore, Adamel. I've quit League of Legends, um, and I'm much happier and healthier for it. So, um, moving swiftly onwards. Moving swiftly on. Um, I just wanted to ask you. I just wanted to ask you, Lewis, as well. Um, just uh, going off what Jasmine said originally, uh, I want to just go back to what she was saying. Um, it's interesting. Obviously, this is the the first game that isn't called FIFA, and it's going to be weird. What are you calling it, by the way, at the moment? Are you just calling it FIFA, or I say you... I've tried like not saying FIFA. I'd be like oh, FC, just FC, because FC. saying every single time. It's like, you know, two syllables, same as FIFA, FIFA, FC. But every single time I'm going EA, FC, like, or FC24, that's just a mouthful, isn't it? Like, <laughs> like you're not so going to say to your friends, like, friends. Call of Duty, or like, you got, you got like, Warzone, or Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. say Cod, or, yeah. So when you speak to your friends and you tell them, oh, yeah, get on EA, FC24, what do you say? I'll still say Game of FIFA, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're still calling it FIFA I, yeah. then? Yeah, and I, to be fair, yeah, I'll still call it FIFA. I think I will because everyone else will, and like it'll be, yeah. it'll get to a point oh, where I'm like, sheep. do you want to? Yeah, I am a sheep. Yeah, it'll get to the point where I'm like, oh, <laughs> do you want to play FC? And they're like, what do you mean FC? Just say FIFA. Yeah. EA said a lot before this game about FIFA holding them back. What? What do you? What do you mean? Now that now their own games out, what? What do you think? I think from just what the are the first... big changes? Yeah, the big changes uh, have been more to benefit EA than the player, I think, so far. Because since the they, I've, since I've been playing the game, the only change I've noticed that might have been because of FIFA being in the way last time has been uh, in-game sponsorships. So yeah. uh, if you've played Ultimate Team yet, uh, I'm not sure about other game modes. I know it's definitely an Ultimate Team. Uh, if you make a substitution, the scoreboard will, you know, come up with a graphic saying substitution, but it also comes with the Amazon Prime logo and it says uh, delivered by Amazon Prime. Um, already, I know they've been in sponsorship with Amazon Prime for a while now to bring out the, the Prime game impacts. Yeah. But this is the first time we've seen like the actual Prime branding in game. Yeah, That could have been something that FIFA haven't had before because they're not an official partner of FIFA. Um, and you've also seen, you know, partner uh, sponsors around the stadium like on the advertising boards like pepsi and stuff as well is it um, normal for there to be so much advertising in a game which is already paid for is that normal because that's literally not normal in any other game no like you there. see you see collaborations in games a lot of times but yeah um i think it's it this is obviously 
in a real life football stadium though you do have advertisements around so it, yeah, I yeah. it's more like normal if they have that in the game it looks yeah it's it it's one realistic. of the few games i yeah. think where you could do it and just get away with it because it looks yeah. like yeah. it would be just yeah. put there anyway i think okay. last year it was just like things around the side just being like fifa ultimate team or like uh mm. like welcome to the club join eafc in july yeah uh, but this is the first time where we're actually seeing, I think, actual companies and, and actual sponsors. And obviously, these are companies that will be paying EA to then put themselves in the game. Yeah. Because there's so many. That's actually like... not in any other game ever. Like, just yeah. Well, do you remember? Do you remember Nathan? I think it was FIFA 18 or something. Uh, Burger King sponsored Stevenage as their yes. official cu- cu- uh, official kit sponsor. Yeah. Because they knew that they're kit would be in fifa and people would see the burger king logo on that kit and so they didn't sponsor and the them kit because would be they about want... an ultimate team as well right yeah so, exactly yeah. yeah so they you know steven is in... really yeah well Genius. they were in league two at the time to be their front of shirt sponsor would have cost barely anything in comparison to paying ea to be a sponsor yeah. in their game and it did work because obviously everyone saw that kit that kit was used quite a lot because Around that time, there weren't too many sponsors of big companies like Burger King yeah. or McDonald's or something. People wanted to use it. So, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not going to play a game of EAFC and be like, oh, you know what? I saw that Mercedes logo. I'm going to go and pop out and buy myself a Benz. Like, it's just, I don't get it. All right, yeah, how often do you see an advert from Mercedes on TV and you think, I'm going to go buy a car? How often do you see a, like a McDonald's or KFC advert and think, oh, do you know what? I'm hungry. Oh, like, no, 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 no. Oh. The, that one, I disagree with you. Whenever I see a McDonald's advert, I'll buy McDonald's. It's really bad. Yeah. Whenever what about I, like but, a Just but, Eat? Somebody say, but I, you said that there was Mercedes in there, right? Or like Amazon Prime. I'm not gonna. Pr- Amazon Prime. If I don't already have an Amazon Prime subscription, I'm not gonna play a game of EFC. You'd be surprised. Get a like substitution on, and like then go. Said, oh, though. do you know what? I'm gonna go and subscribe. It's like to Steve Amazon planting, Prime. though, isn't it? Most marketing, it's like it just okay. hits you again and again, and then it just sort of when you oh, where can I order this from? It's like back yeah, in it's mind. Just association and like obviously, like I mentioned, mm. Pepsi being around the advertising boards and stuff like. Yeah, it's easy to go and buy a Pepsi. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we've spent nearly forty minutes on this topic, so uh, I think we better move on. But the, the last thing I'll say, um, yeah, Miffy, other food delivery services are available. I just sung the Just Eat theme tune. Apologies to everyone uh, who's watching. We've also got Hamza uh, on Facebook. When the Meta Connect will start? It starts at six p.m. BST this evening. So in around one hour nineteen. Still minutes. in British summertime. Oh my god! I thought yeah, we were. Still- Still being already back yeah. to yeah yeah look out the window it doesn't look like BST does it I'll tell you that uh, last thing I'll say is that um I know you did a piece Lewis recently about how EA need to stop the mistakes and I think a lot was blamed on FIFA and you know that sort of stuff since we've the game's not even out yet we've already had a player item Ada Hegerberg who couldn't control the ball yeah so the ball would get to her the feet. game. And she would just, here's the ball, she has it, she's running along, and then she just runs past and leaves it behind. Yeah. I like really your, bad. Um, yeah, yeah, that's my like, yeah. That was brilliant. So high quality had graphics, yeah. <laughs> we've also had, um, we've also had uh, an SBC removed just to, due to issues identified with the formation in the group. I've also encountered numerous issues with the SBCs where it says that a player for Liverpool needs to be submitted, and I've got a Liverpool player in the squad, it doesn't work, and then I get a women, a women's Liverpool player and it works. And it's yeah, like, they've not well, named it properly. Yeah, there's not named PSG it properly. as well. Yeah, and it's clear in the description that it's just 
broken and they've yeah. just not not done it at all not done anything uh there's been issues with pro clubs um there's been the communication about the weekend league this week not a good start i would say no. in terms and of communication that's not even all the issues because there's still so many that i've seen that haven't been picked up on if you've yeah. used the 442 formation yet you'll see that if you're playing against a 442 formation and you take a goal kick all the players move towards the bottom corner of the pitch. <laughs> so you hit the goal kick and there's no one to defend it. Like really? six, six players wow. like will crowd together in the corner like, towards the corner of the pitch. And that's been I've seen that complaint loads and nothing's been done yet. So what a hilarious um, bug that is. I can't yeah, wait. I mean you that. expect you expect a few bugs when the game's yeah. first released, yeah. you know, but that's having so many in FIFA and yeah. It's issues about like with SBCs and stuff like that. Like that's just it's listing issues. That's quality control issues. Yeah, the fact that's still going on is so poor. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, just to stay on it, go on to a different topic, but stay on the the EA FIFA bandwagon. Um, this is via VGC, uh, our friends over there. Uh, EA have delisted its entire FIFA back catalogue from digital storefronts on consoles and PC. Um, as spotted by Twitter user Maro NL. Sorry if that's how you don't pronounce your name, but I'll try my best. Uh, EA's FIFA titles, up to and including last year's FIFA 23, are no longer available to purchase on the PlayStation Store, the Microsoft Store, the Nintendo eShop, Steam, and the Epic Game Store. The FIFA 23 webpage on EA site haven't been updated yet to reflect this, meaning it's currently directing users to dead links. That's interesting. Um, yeah. The tweet says every FIFA title from 14 up to 23 can't be purchased anymore. The only way you can uh, get these games now is via physical <coughs> copies or FIFA 22 and FIFA 23, which can still be played via EA Play. Um, there was an update on the game Steam page which says at the request of the publisher, EA Sports FC, EA Sports FIFA 23 is unlisted on the Steam store and will not appear in search. That's a Steam message, so the publisher has requested that. According to Steam DB, the, the game was removed at EA's request on September 21st, which is the day before the publisher launched early access of EA Sports FC. Um, we're, we're seeing this increasingly happen. Alan Wake 2 will not launch with a disc. That'll be the, one of the first games ever to just not have a physical launch at all. The Starfield Collector's Edition didn't contain a disc either. So we've seen this sort of move towards digital over physical. And I know we've had this debate, but let, let's get into it. I'm mm -hmm. excited to get into it. What is going on? What is going on with this physical? I want to clarify digital? first, right? These yeah. FIFA games are live service games, right? Yeah. And up to 23 means including the last FIFA game, which servers are still live for right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Servers I are still live for FIFA 21. And 22 as well. As well. If I, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I feel like the issue with games being digital only is that now, if physical copies of these games didn't exist, they could actually just remove them. And yep. then they could cut service for them for these live service games. And then the money that you spent will never come back to you. And you won't have access to this game that you paid money for anymore. And it makes it feel like, I know, Nathan, you've said this a lot, but it makes it feel like you don't actually own what you've paid for. If you're spending 70 quid on a game, I know that games weren't always 70 quid, but nowadays you're spending 70 quid on a game. 
and you don't actually own it and you don't know when the publishers could literally just snatch it right from under you any minute and then revoke service for them and then you're completely out of pocket can't even open the game like for example with Diablo 4 you can't even launch into Diablo 4 without having an internet connection which means if they cut the servers for that you can't even open the game anymore I find it so bizarre and this is coming from a PC player like 99% of games released on PC are digital only you can't get discs for them and if you can they're not actual discs that you'll put in your PC and load up games because you don't have a disc drive on a PC anymore so I'm used to it I'm used to having digital only games but it's still really bizarre to me that people are excited about a digital only world that there's rumors about the PS5 or I mean the PS6 and whatever the next Xbox is going to be called being digital only and people are like oh yeah that's great it means I don't have to buy discs anymore and stuff what are you talking about what are you talking about you're giving publishers an opportunity to literally yank the rug out from underneath you and you're going to just be okay with that so weird to me yeah can I, I just want to mention as well, Jasmine, just going back to the Ultimate Team thing. I also mm. forgot to mention that if you put a grand into FIFA 23 and you bought EFC 24, that's all gone. You have to start again. Nothing carries over, yeah. Nothing carries over from the old game. So they release a game every single year and it doesn't carry over. Yep. And people still buy it every single year. Yep. People don't ever think to themselves, yep. oh yeah, like I spent 20 grand on that last game yep. so I could go pro in it, but that's fine. Means I'll nothing, yeah. One. Yeah, yeah. And these games are literally coming out consistently every single year. Yep. Like it's not like it's a oh maybe they won't release one this year. They mm. know everyone knows. Yep. Every year for thirty years. <laughs> yeah. And literally. like no one's no one said or literally. done anything about it. Like no. When you say it like that, Jasmine, it sounds it does sound. Um, no, like it a big is issue. crazy. I've it just is. never thought. You guys about are it like sat that. here saying it's crazy, <laughs> saying it's weird, but you guys are like buying this game every year as well. Uh, can I just say I I don't buy. FIFA points or FC points, right? And I'm fully against that. Don't shake your head, Lewis. I know you do. You said earlier that you do. I used to. I used to as well. I've seen the light. I've seen the light. I've seen the Um, light. I'm also an adult who has to pay bills now. I'm not 16. Yeah, that's that's also true. Um, I think just because it's been normalised for so long, it's just sort of no one can do anything to stop them because they're the only competition. If if, if, um, Mm. Konami launched a good game with no loot boxes, I think that would be amazing, but you know we we are where we are um got a few comments about your point jasmine which is mm-hmm. which is great uh adam i wouldn't mind if they open source any games that are removed from the public absolutely yep. if you're going to turn yep. servers off give it to the community to maintain they're more than happy to do that we've seen a couple mm-hmm. of games do that as well which has been really good even the smaller games like yeah. some games have such lovely cult followings where people yeah. will Sorry, Lewis going up and down his chair freaked me out for a second. <laughs> what are you, are you about? I was trying to get level with you three on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, uh, I feel like every game, even these small indie games, which we might not have heard of, will have fans so dedicated to it that yeah. they would sit there and maintain these games just as a hobby, just yeah. for fun, for just yeah. for having the game there. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Miffy says, same as Netflix, Spotify, but at least you can still buy records and films. Yeah, old ones. But like, have you seen the Disney Plus catalog recently? The ga- films just go on and go off willy nilly. Like, you can't get yeah. them anywhere else. Like, I think like, the difference. I said it's from... worse of... No, go on. I was just going to say, I think it's bad when even Netflix have taken off Netflix originals that have never been released as a physical copy. They're now taken off Netflix. So, if you did like a Netflix film or TV show that was made by them, too bad. 
<laughs> you can't bad. see it ever again. Unlucky. Unlucky. Memory. Yeah. Unlucky. I think um, I was going to say there's a bit of a difference with like um, movies and TV shows compared to games for me, because I think with a movie and TV show, it's like, even if you can't ever watch it again, you have watched it already. You've consumed it. It's not like taking it away is like revoking your access to something per se. Whereas with a live service game where it's something that you're still consistently playing and then they take that away from you. That's like part of the package when you're paying for it. Yeah. Is like you will have access to this game. Um, so I feel like it's a little bit different. For me, that's why I don't mind paying for subscription services like Netflix and I'm not too fussed when they take stuff off because it's like, okay, yeah, they took off one of my favorite shows, but you know what? I got my good use out of it. I didn't pay to to own that show or whatever. If I wanted to, I could have bought a DVD. I didn't because who does that except Nathan? Like I don't need to watch it anymore so it's not as bad as when i've paid 70 quid for a game yeah, they've yeah. said i'm not allowed to play it anymore yeah i think with with movies i think um like if you think of disney plus for example i know, I know mm. that they will be they will be available somewhere but i i have bought the entire um the entire first marvel universe like like iron man to uh end game i bought every single every single one of them like the phase, uh, the phase. Yes. Yeah. So phase one, phase two, phase three. Was there a phase four? No, it's phase three, part three. one and part two. Phase four is now, I think. Yes. So um, I've got all of those uh, on. Some of them are Blu-ray, some of the DVD. But I know. In Do you have a DVD years, player? Uh, my Xbox. Oh right, it's a okay. Blu-ray player. Um, so I know in twenty years if I want to watch that with my kids and they can experience it with me there's no no one's gonna be able to take them that away yeah. from me as long as i keep the hardware right but in 20 years if i want to play diablo 4 no no nope. you can't that's one thing that's oh, hor- horrendous that's one if thing i, I love about Alan retro Wake, games yeah you can go out and buy like a sega mega drive and, yeah, now. yeah like yeah sure you can access it on nintendo nintendo online but they could just take that away from don't you get me started on nintendo like that <laughs> that nintendo direct that they streamed all mm-hmm. the new games were remasters remakes yeah. of, or remakes of games that were made unavailable because they shut the Wii and 3DS shop. That is, yeah. they're not new games. Everyone was going, Oh, look at all the new games. They're not new. They're not new. Adam L. <laughs> How many games do you that have game. and can play from 20 years ago? Though? I've got most of the games. War. Yeah, most of the games I have from... Tw- okay, right, here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> most of the games I have from 20 years ago, like from my DS and stuff, I still play them. Was the DS 20 years ago? Probably. I, I can still play them. Sure, 2003. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I think so. I'm pretty sure the DS came out in, like, 2003. No, That's it was really big around 2008, wasn't it? So, like, 7, 6, 7, It came out in 2004. It's a 19 years. So. 19 years. <laughs> How <laughs> old is... Mario Super Mario Land 2 on the Game Boy. Let's have it. Well, it's going to be older than on the Game Boy. It's going to be older than the um the DS. Also, I think EA are just ditching physical copies altogether because my welcome box just arrived for EAFC. Oh God, that's 30 years ago. See. Anyway, sorry. But then, oh, welcome oh, to the club. You open it up. Yeah. Oh my God, that's big, not a box. That's like this, a... There's a suspicious hole where it looks like a disc should be. What? Oh my god, what on earth? Did they just put that there? Wait, let me let me make you There's nothing in yeah, there's nothing inside of it. Apart from some pins. 
Why did they make that packaging? That's so bad. Where Where's um, the code? That okay? Don't show the code on stream. But is there a code in there somewhere? No, there's no unless it's underneath this. There's no code. There's no no. There's nothing. There's no code. So they sent no... you that big box just for like two pins. Yeah. Oh it, no. For a pin. So I feel like it might be a mistake to be honest because very suspicious. Uh, you know. That's box, freaking like, me out. Hole. Yeah, that is freaky. That's but... actually freaking me out. Adam L, you're a deaf in a minority. What percentage of players do you think still have games from their childhood? That's not the point. I still the have point. games from my childhood, and yeah. I'm not like a I'm not a video game fanatic the same way. Yeah. The same but, way you guys are. I'm more in, into even hardware. If, even if but, you weren't, if you pay for something, if you pay for Indiana Jones on DVD, you pay to have that experience, and you should own that forever. for life. Yeah, forever. You're not. You're not buying you be able it to, to pass rent it, it onto your kids. Exactly. Yeah. You can do yeah, what you yeah. want with it. It's like if you bought a wedding ring. If I bought my wedding ring and then they said, oh, you got to give it back after 20 years or whatever. Like, no, this is mine. I bought it. Yeah. Like, yeah five it, years it's... time, the jeweler comes and says, oh, we've cut service for that, exactly. for that ring now. Adam, it's not, that is not the point. Even if there is a minority, even if there's 10 of us with Super Mario Land 2, you, that is my game. You can't take it off me, but that is what's going to happen in future. You're going to buy a game. You're going to think, oh, this is mine. Then whoop. See ya. Go on. Yeah. Don't own this anymore. And he's like, I think it's right. something that PC players are so used to. Um, it's, yeah. it's really common for you to buy a game and it gets yeah. taken off the Steam store, gets service, yeah. gets cut for it. That's it what never Adam comes Alter out said. of. Clearly, oh, yeah, you've never, read, never the read the Steam store, store terms and conditions. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really normal on PC. Yeah, but, but that's bad. There's there's I'll, stuff from there's I'll, stuff that comes out on PC in early access, and you pay full price for it on Steam yeah. because it's in early access and it will come out yeah. eventually. And it's just never come out of early access. Yeah. Did the Forest ever come out of early access? That was a game that I was obsessed with. I don't think don't it know. did. And now the Forest Two is out. <laughs> Sons of the Forest. That's out. Well, the, why why did you release a sequel? You didn't even finish the first one that I paid for, paid good yeah. money for. Adam L is, uh, is saying he's on on our side. I'm glad you are because like it, I was a, I was I'm glad you are Adam. Thank you so much because I, I was getting a, a little bit a little bit wound up then. So thank you. Yeah, I'm I glad you can tell you were getting wound up. You started pulling games off of your wall. <laughs> They're only on uh, command strips. Can you see the command? Strips? Oh, okay, They're yeah. Just stuck on. Um, but the public just don't care. I mean, I think that's the sad fact of life. I, I, I mm -hmm. think there is probably. More, more majority of people don't care but what mm. they don't realize is that if you make games digital they can charge whatever they want mm -hmm. as well you put the power i also completely. feel like people like miffy says convenience always trumps the nostalgia yeah that's but true. i don't think it's entirely about nostalgia for me anyway because i think that the second hand market is so important to gaming because when i was little i'd ask yeah. my mum for a game and she'd be like well i'm not spending 50 quid on that game for you and then you could go to cex and pick up the exact same game for 25 quid or game like, yeah that's Back in yeah the or day game or anywhere hand. yeah there are so many different shops that used to do game station stuff do you remember game station? oh my god i miss game station we oh. had a massive game station in my house when i was growing up i used to go there all the time and just walk around so this is the thing is that places like game station not around anymore because nope. it's most games are digital now so they don't have a yep. second-hand market that they can profit off of and it also then comes down on people who can't access games because of affordability issues or just people that appreciate the second-hand market in general people who aren't about having games on release because it's not that important to them but they do want to play them eventually and i don't think consumers really understand like that's a big thing that you're missing out on because yeah. i think the immediate thought to go to is nostalgia and preservation when i think second-hand market 
being able to buy in a game like a short story game which is like okay i'm going to play that for 10 hours and then probably not touch it again you can then go to cex and sell it and get some of your money back for it yeah you you don't have it anymore but you know you owned that game and then you were able to sell that game for for a bit of money back you yeah. can't do that with digital only ever. i think people people only realize in 20 years time when they look back and they're like where's all the stuff i bought I'm going to start burning all my games to discs. I'm going to start doing that. I don't know what I'll isn't, do with the discs. Isn't that, um, isn't, is, is that not... Uh, well, no, only if you sell it. I don't think it's illegal, but it's... Maybe no, if... I'm not going to sell them. I'm no, going to yeah, buy yeah. the game, burn them to discs and keep but, the discs. But, but if you want one... I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> uh, Miffy says, it's in past though, isn't it? Like, it, sorry. Let me say that again. It's in past though, in it. Like I re I reckon my parents miss things that don't exist anymore. Like a phone in a hallway. But you can um, still get a phone in your hallway if, if you, you miss that. Yeah. If you bought the phone in your hallway and kept it, you it doesn't just disappear. Like the people aren't gonna come from Carphone Warehouse and start prying the phone off of your wall. You can Carphone have warehouse. it there. I used to work there, it doesn't exist anymore. It's there you go. Like, yeah, yeah. Um also game. They do not accept, they do not give out cash anymore for trade-ins. Yeah, they do gift cards. Digital, digital now I'm money, stuck yeah. with a £17 game gift card. I've got nothing really? to do with it. Yeah. Only yeah. gift cards? Yeah. Only gift cards. I have one in my wallet. That's... I don't know what to do with it. It's been sat there for like two months now. I know I'm not going to buy anything from game. I go in every time I go past just to have a look in case someone spent <laughs> 17 quid. Like... Buy, buy Lewis some FC points. Yeah. I won't be doing that. I'm not encouraging that behaviour. Sorry. You've got an RTG, RTG anywhere, Lewis. You're not allowed. Yeah. Not allowed to do it. Um, but I, th I think we can all agree that it's bad. But um, I mean, in the Xbox League, we spoke last year, uh, last week about the Xbox League, and Microsoft say that what was the quote? Beautifully or digital or something, or like majestically or digital. Like they're clearly uh, gives me the yeah. They're clearly it. going for that market. Like the Xbox Series S is already without a disk drive. Um, the PS5 Slim, rumored to not have a disk drive. We're, we're there, right? It's happening. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I actually, I wrote a feature about this like six one months ago, talking yeah. about how the detachable disk drive on the PS5 Slim is a clear indication that the world is going digital first. Yeah, because the disk drive for them yeah. very clearly. An afterthought. They made the whole console yeah. without it and then made it detachable yeah. afterwards. Yeah. It's an afterthought because yeah. they know that they're going to be selling most of their games digitally. It's yeah. convenient. People can sit on their sofa and buy a game without having to yeah. leave the house. It's so easy. I know. I, I remember uh, back in the days of iTunes. Anyone have iTunes on their computer? Do you remember? Yeah. 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 I think I think everyone still has iTunes okay. on their computer. I, do, I don't think they do. I don't think. They, do you remember when you went onto the iTunes store and you could like go through all the songs like 99p, see which ones are on sale and like the top charts and stuff. You could play like 15 seconds of it to hear what. That's it's it. Like. That's the one. Yeah. I remember buying a few songs on there, and then coming back like a week later, and it's saying like, "Oh, sorry, these are unavailable now." Yeah. And, no, I, and like... I used to download uh, because they were free. Uh, you could download the pilot episodes of some TV shows. Yeah. yeah. So I used to download the pilot episodes and just watch those and like when I was in the car or something. Um, and then yeah, one day they just all vanished. Yeah, I mean it's a bit different. Yeah, but you free. didn't pay for them. But, 
But still, I downloaded <laughs> them. If you had, if you had paid for them, though, this is the thing yeah. that I like about iTunes. If you had paid for them, oh, Lewis is gone. Lewis has just lost it. He's, he's <laughs> lost. He's lost. He's lost his head at that. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't want me to tell him off because I was gonna say if yeah. you do pay for stuff on iTunes, you still have it. Because even now on my phone, I've got songs that I paid for when I got my first iPhone when yeah. I was like. 14 and yeah, i hate yeah, it yeah, and it yeah. still comes up on my phone all the time <laughs> like sync to your devices yeah and even yeah. when i like delete it it's still there with that little yeah. cloud symbol to like download it. i'm like please yeah. i don't want to remember that i bought a whole five seconds of summer <laughs> album when i was 14 like please leave me alone do you remember uh, this is why i've topic now but do you remember when um you had to have like U two's album on your phone. Like they made. Oh my you god! Yeah, I've still got that. I've oh, s- I can't word. get rid of that. It's still there with that little cloud symbol. I hate it. What a horrendous experience that was. Um, yeah, literally, as soon as you open your iPhone, it's got like your whole U two yeah. album on it. But no, I didn't even know who no. U two was. And I think we can all agree that a discless future is pretty bleak. And mm. uh, buy, buy discs, guys, if you want games. If you want to preserve the games that you like, buy them physically. And just hope that you you can have some hardware down the line um, mm-hmm. that you can play it. Preserve your hardware too. Yep. Keep your hardware too. Keep your hardware safe. Look yeah. after it. And you I've can, still got you my Nintendo it. Wii. I dust it every week. I've got my um, my DS. That's about as old as my hardware gets, though. I don't know. Never had a Game Boy. I've just got a WhatsApp off Lewis. Uh, his Wi-Fi cut off because his power went out. Oh my god! Wow. I hope he's okay. So, uh, I'm sure he'll be fine for 10 <laughs> minutes if he's Wi-Fi. I'm sure he'll be fine. I hope uh, it might, maybe he'll have to do that thing where you have to eat everything in your freezer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had that happen where it's like going out for like half an hour and you think, oh, there's some food in here that like if it's if it gets a little bit more hot in, in my here. first year of uni, um, the power went out for two days straight. What? um yeah isn't that like against human rights or something sure yeah they had to compensate us because it was against our like contract thingy Mm. um and we were all in dorms so when the power first went off and it was the middle of winter as well by the way what so the power first is that why you don't put your heat on anymore because you i'm so used to it now yeah i went through it like i was fine and then um they sent out this notice saying it wasn't going to come back for two days and everyone else went home, but I couldn't go home. So I had to just sit in like the pitch black darkness oh, for two man. days. Wow. And like During the day, I'd go to the coffee shop and like charge my laptop. And then at night, I'd have my laptop open as my light source. Oh, and I had geez. to eat. I had to eat like a week's worth of stuff out of my freezer all at once. Oh, <laughs> it was no. horrible. I was like sat there like forcing myself to eat ice cream for two oh. days. Oh, we've all been there. We've all had that experience at some point. Hopefully, Lewis does not have that. Um, and it hopefully... We'll get a release date for MetaQuest 2 this evening. Nice segue. Nice segue. Your segue definitely requires. This definitely requires power. Um, the Better Connect 2023 event is started today at 6 p.m. with a keynote from Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, MetaQuest 2 will be one of the main focuses of MetaConnect this year. It's expected that the 128 gig mixed reality device will get an official release date alongside the already confirmed $499.99 price tag. Um, Specific improvements Meta has highlighted when compared to MetaQuest 3 include, when compared to MetaQuest 2, include improved mixed reality. AR functionality, improved performance, haptic controllers, hand tracking, high resolution, and a much slimmer headset design. They've also claimed that it will bring double the GPU processing power to the table compared to the MetaQuest 2 in the form of a next-gen Snapdragon chip. Uh, they've also sort of confirmed that there's going to be a, a, a bigger 
capacity one as well. But well, there'll, there'll be a second. There'll be a second version. There'll be a second version. Yeah. Whether that will uh, be bigger or smaller, I don't know because they haven't yeah. confirmed yet. Which is yeah, really hasn't been confirmed at all. Uh, Pan yeah. K in the chat. Will we be live reacting to it? Yes, we will. We're going live. Uh, Jasmine, we're going live at quarter to or ten to six on the Mirror Gaming YouTube channel. So go on to our channel, go on to uh, live, and it should be scheduled there and just get notified when we go live and you can watch Jasmine react to that live uh, and hang with Mark Zuckerberg. I'll see you guys there. Yeah. Um, what are you expecting from this headset, Jasmine, this evening? Um, I'm expecting pretty big things because even though the MetaQuest 2 hasn't been out for ages... In, the, in terms of VR, I feel like it has been a long time because VR yeah. is advancing so quickly, right? Um, so that came out in 2020, I want to say. Came out, so feels three like years ago. Feels like a lifetime ago. ago, doesn't it? That's what I'm saying. That feels wow. like ages ago. Yeah. So um, I'm expecting some really significant upgrades. Mm. Um, and if we don't get them, then I think it is literally just the end of, of VR wow going mainstream oh okay because <laughs> i feel like no no no, not all the end of all vr ever because that's i don't think that's going to happen yeah. but like i think right now there's an opportunity for vr to go mainstream and i think that's what meta the meta quest 2 kind of did because it made it yeah. it was like really cheap and you didn't need a console and it made it way more accessible for for a normal person who's just a little bit interested in gaming to pick yeah. one up for a couple hundred quid and it was really good. Like for the price that you paid for that headset, all in one, it worked fantastically. Yeah. But now the MetaQuest 3 being 500 quid, that's not just like a, oh yeah, I'll just pick one of those up for someone for Christmas or something like that. Like that's like a, you have to sit and think about whether or not you can afford to get something like that. Um, so there better be some pretty significant hardware upgrades in here. The fact that it's 40% slimmer is something I'm already excited about because the MetaQuest 2 is really heavy. Yeah. Um, the AR functionality is something I'm quite excited about. I'm, I want to see more about that because they haven't really confirmed much. Mm. Um, but one thing that's getting me, PSVR 2, 530 quid. It has absolutely fantastic eye tracking in it. Mm. absolutely fantastic and the thing is with having eye tracking in a vr headset is that it makes it feel so much more real because you can literally see things go out of focus in your peripheral vision as you're looking yeah. around so the fact that this headset doesn't well they haven't said it has eye tracking in that list of features that you just read off i feel like if it was going to have eye tracking they would have said right they, they yeah it would it be in, in this list. trailer be, yeah. yeah yeah it'd be like front and center that okay it's gonna have eye tracking and they haven't said that and that's really disappointing for me i'm actually quite upset about that because for 500 quid yeah. i'd want at least some bare bones eye tracking but there's not and even hand tracking being in that list is something that i am a bit skeptical about because you have a meta quest too right yep have you ever tried to use the hand tracking on it only when, you know, when you're trying to set something up and you're just trying to get in the same position and then it says you have to do your boundary and then... Yeah, yeah and that... your controllers aren't connecting properly and stuff. That's yeah. it, yeah, yeah. Outside of that, you'd never use hand tracking for, like, games and stuff, right? Because no. it doesn't work properly. <laughs> it's so bad. And I feel like hand tracking in VR is something that could be so cool because it means you don't need to use controllers. You just have this headset on and you're using your hands and you're in, like, whatever reality you want to be in. Yeah. But the hand tracking never worked on, on the MetaQuest 2. 
And PSVR 2, right. it wasn't fantastic either, but it worked better. And I'm hoping that maybe the Metal Quest 3 will finally be the headset where it's like hand tracking works. So I don't have to have these controllers that use batteries, by the way. <laughs> 2023, you're in controllers with batteries in them. What are, you, wow. what are you doing meta? That's really, really, really annoying. Um, Can I just ask, on mm -hmm. the price tag, mm -hmm. the MetaQuest 2 did feel like a device for everyone. It was priced mm -hmm. at really nice level, and it had like it just enough specs to justify it, and it was like one of those ones where it's like, oh, you want to try VR? MetaQuest 2. Like, that, mm -hmm. that was... That's literally all. Yeah. yeah, that was the the one to buy, right? It launched at at three hundred quid, yeah. and that's like yeah. for a VR headset, it didn't feel. Yeah, really but four nine nine. You said, I mean, it's very close to PSVR two. It's also mm -hmm. more expensive than a PS five. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not that's not like the layman's VR headset anymore. That's something so where it's like, oh, that, you have to be interested yeah. in it. Is that the wrong? way to pitch this like will 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 the specs the specs are improved which is pushing mm -hmm. the price up right mm -hmm. will will is that the right way to go like couldn't they have just upgraded the MetaQuest to a little bit put a little bit more like 50 quid more or something mm -hmm. this is the upgraded version rather than go all out and like this is this is the brand new one it's amazing mm -hmm. but it's 500 quid like it like is that the right way to go I think I think it it is because okay. I think if they brought out something that was cheaper but only a little bit of an upgrade on the MetaQuest 2 it would come out already outdated if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So and then it'd be like a whole oh this is so disappointing this is the death of VR because this is this is the statement that's been chucked around since since before PSVR 2 even came out and then everyone's like oh PSVR 2 is like the nail in the coffin for VR like VR is never going to be the same again and stuff and I kind of I can see where everyone's coming from I just wouldn't be as dramatic to, to say it I think that MetaQuest 3 needed to be a significant upgrade it needed to be two times the performance as Meta are claiming it'll be let's see if that rings true wow. because that that could be yeah god knows what statement yeah I but, uh use the MetaQuest 2 uh, mm -hmm. I, the most recent use of it was uh, playing F one twenty three with the VR, and I, I really, mm -hmm. really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. um, and like looking at some of the features, like the the one that's. Uh, but you played that tethered to your PC, right? Yes. Yeah. So that wasn't off of the chip in the MetaQuest two. That was that's off true. Of the PC. Yeah. That's true. But the high resolution is something that I'm really excited to see yeah. for myself because, mm -hmm. like, no pun intended. Um, because there, with the MetaQuest 2, I did feel like it's sort of, um, it's not quite there. You find yourself like squinting sometimes. It's like, you know, you yeah, just want it that absolutely. little bit more clearer and it's just yeah. not quite there. So this is, if, if the resolution could be better. Um, I feel like when you really have a VR headset, that's like not good resolution as well. It messes with your brain a bit. Because yeah, it, it makes you feel like, well. what's wrong with my eyes? Why are my yeah. eyes not seeing something correctly? Whereas when you have yeah. a screen that's poor resolution, you can still look away from the screen and be like, yeah, my eyes are normal. Like, I'm not yeah. slowly losing my vision. Yeah. Um, what so... about the colour pasta as well? That's quite interesting. This uh, yeah. where we talk about here, because that obviously will enable AR augmented, experiences. Yeah, augmented reality experiences. I'm really excited about yeah. that. Natural really depth perception. I'd love to. I, I'm really excited to see how that's going to work. Yeah, that's something I I don't understand. 
how are they going to implement that and are they going to implement it correctly because i feel mm. like the tracking on the meta quest 2 is really awful it's mm. like it, it always tells me there's stuff in my play space i'll like draw my guardian <laughs> yeah i'm yeah. like oh yeah there's this big giant like lump in your play space move it and i'll look it's just the carpet and it's like there's yeah. nothing there yeah. i don't get what you're saying so to go from that to being able to roll a dice on an augmented reality table in front of you yeah oh, i'm really yeah, excited that's, that's cool uh, we've got yeah. Panke in the chat. I'm still running a Quest 1. OG. Fair play. Um, oh, only play Beat Saber, though, so I haven't had a good enough reason to upgrade. So, Pan, this is a, a question for you, then. Um, mm-hmm. While we wait for Lewis, uh, maybe he's not coming back at this point. Uh, we'll have I to don't see. know. <laughs> um, but what, what, what would you want to see from the Quest 3 that would make you splash 500 quid on it? Mm-hmm. That I think that's the thing. What... It would need to be twice as good, wouldn't it, for people yeah. to spend five hundred quid on it? Yeah, I think that's, I think, that's um, the thing. One thing that I'm a bit disappointed about is um, the elite strap that you can buy for the MetaQuest Two. Yeah, that provides so much more comfort and makes the thing like the headset feel way more stable on your head and mm. stuff. And they haven't confirmed an elite strap for the MetaQuest Three yet. I'm sure they will. But the only thing about the Elite Strap is that it costs 60 quid. So if they do announce one for the MetaQuest 3, I feel like it'd probably be a little bit more expensive in line with the fact that the MetaQuest 3 is a bit more expensive. Yeah. So you're already spending 500 quid and then spending another up to 100 for an Elite Strap, whereas the PSVR 2 has the Halo built in yeah. for, the, for the basically same price. Yeah. 30 quid more. Yeah. So that's something I'm a bit disappointed about. Because if you look in this trailer, you can see that it's that same elasticy strap that's yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. It's that, yeah. that same strap. Yeah. I hated that strap. I hate it so much. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, well, I, and I the, did, the yeah. velcro on it is always getting caught in my hair. I don't know if that's a thing for people with shorter hair, but it's always caught in my hair all the time. <laughs> it's really annoying. Pan says one thing that's important to me coming from MetQuest One is the weight difference. Yeah. Not sure it is enough to upgrade. Uh how much do they claim it weighs less than? Did they, they say they said the it's forty percent slimmer, but they haven't actually said the right. weight. Okay. Yet. They haven't confirmed the weight. Yeah, but also the lenses inside the headset are pancake lenses, which are much, much thinner. And a lot of the weight okay. from the headset comes from the lenses, like the glass lenses being right. very thick and quite heavy. Okay. So the fact okay. that they've got those lenses in there will hopefully mean it's much lighter. Mm. Um, but seeing that, how slim that looks compared to the, the second one, and yeah. that's an all-in-one headset, I'm so sceptical. I'm so sceptical. It looks dense, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. It looks like it's that thin and then it's going to be like a brick on the front yeah. of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With all those extra cameras and everything going on there, like I'm really hesitant. There is a Y strap, though. That's new. Look. Yeah. Oh, I'm just thinking which, about that on my head. Which That's might get... Be... Yeah, Adam out. Velcro on long hair is the bane of my life. When you tie your hair up and the Velcro pulls it out. Oh, my God. See, Adam L gets it. Thank you, Adam L gets it. I, I don't have uh, long hair Um uh, for, unfortunately or fortunately i don't know i've I, <laughs> I, I can't grow long hair anymore um pan says yeah ar seems cool if it works as well as they say i might consider it there you go we'll have to what watch i see. can't wait i can't wait yeah. for the for the connect later on to yeah. see if it's all gonna line up it's all gonna kick off it's all gonna kick off later um yeah 
So everyone, everyone watching, if you want to watch Jasmine react live to the MetaConnect September 2023 event, we're going live on YouTube on the channel. If you go onto our channel, it should be on there. Uh, subscribe and notify when we go live. It'll be about 10 to 6 and Mark Zuckerberg's keynote is set for 6 o'clock BST this evening, which is in less than an hour now. Uh, you look at 43 minutes away. So oh make God, sure I'm you so get excited. subscribed and get notified <laughs> for that live stream and join Jasmine who will be Keep her company because she'll be on her own and she'll be reacting to, reacting to it live and she'll be getting very excited. So go and keep her company. It'll be uh, really cool. Um, but thank you, Lewis, for joining me. Uh, really appreciate you being here. And I tried uh, and to then... do an impression of him, but I'd butcher it so badly. <laughs> like, I just embarrassed myself. Well, hopefully he's watching on oh! Uh, 5G. Oh, hang on a minute. We've got, uh, I we've think got he's connecting. I think coming he's connecting. through the ether. Is, is he back? <laughs> is he back? Let's have a look. Oh, sorry. Oh. I removed your accent. He's back. Oh, no. Hello, this is it working? It's working, it's working. You're back. My power went out, everything oh. went out. Wow, I don't know what happened, and it's it's all come back on now. I got a text, um, and then yeah, I'm on my data, there's my Wi Fi won't kick in, so I'm hoping my mobile data doesn't you know screw me over here. Well, well we were you, literally you, just saying goodbye yeah. anyway. You missed oh, the whole well, VR chat, you did what you did what you knew you were doing, which was just to get rid of the you don't <laughs> want to be here for the VR chat, so you just skip that bit. And then you're back for the exit. So uh, great, great timing, Lewis. We're just saying bye. Thank you so much for joining us, Lewis. Um, it's uh, it's twenty past five, so we'll call it there. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, thank thanks, Lewis, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Um, are you going to be watching the Meta Connect tonight, Jasmine hosting? Yes. Thank you. He's not. He's definitely not. Was he's that, not was interested that, was in that, VR. Was that convincing enough? Not at all. I'm really upset about <laughs> that. That was actually. terrible. Yeah, that was terrible. Uh, Jasmine, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for your conversation around VR. Um, I am Thanks actually. I'm me. actually very excited after that conversation. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm probably gonna. I'll, I'll probably tune in while I make my dinner. So, uh, keep you company on that yeah, one. Yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you to everyone who's watched the uh, Mirror Game Walkthrough live uh, podcast on YouTube and Facebook. We are live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. BST with a different lineup every week where we talk about the the latest gaming topics and things. So make sure you subscribe for uh, a new one every week, um, and make sure you get subscribed for the Meta Connect tonight. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.